Hare Krishna. <clears throat> so today we will be having the session on the third verse, third verse of Sikshashtakam. <clears throat> I will be sharing the screen of the third verse so that you all can see and read with me. <clears throat> this third verse of Sikshashtakam it is actually the backbone of spiritual life. <clears throat> it is so important. So we have to understand its importance as well as how to apply it in our life. So all of you can see. This is the third verse. Trinadapi Suni Chena Tarorapi Sahishnuna Amanina Manadena Kirtaniya Sadaharihi. In the first two verses of Sikshastakam, we have understood in the first verse that by Sankirtana, by chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra, our mirror of the heart becomes cleansed. And the forest fire of material existence gets extinguished. And a person, a practitioner, it starts feeling the ocean of pleasure, increasing ocean of pleasure at every moment. Why so? Because Lord Chaitanya explains in the second verse, because Supreme Lord Krishna, he has invested all his potencies in his holy name namna makari bahudha nij sarva shaktihi now in the third verse in the third shloka chaitanya mahaprabhu is telling trnadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadaharihi how to chant this all potent omnipotent omniscient Holy name of the Lord. What should be the state of mind of a chanter? What should be the state of mind of a devotee, of a practitioner of Krishna consciousness? <clears throat> so the translation goes, one should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind. Trinad api sunichena trina. The word trina means we can call trina, grass. Api means much more than su nichena nich. The word nich means fallen. Su nichena means extremely fallen. So one should think himself even much more fallen than the grass, means much more humbler than the grass. So one should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street. This is the exemplary humility. Tarorapi Sahishnuna. One should be more tolerant than a tree. Two qualities. Amanina Manadena. Amanina. Amanina means devoid of all sense of false prestige. 
one should not desire any kind of respect for oneself rather man dena one should one should give all respect to others should be ready to offer all, res all respect to others in such a state of mind one can chant the holy name of the lord constantly kirtaniya sada harihi so unless and until we have such a state of mind we cannot chant hare krishna mantra very feelingly we cannot chant hare krishna mantra constantly offenselessly we cannot chant <clears throat> so there are three things if you see trinadapi sunichena more humbler than the grass tarorapi sahishnuna more tolerant than a tree sahishnu means tolerance taro means taru tree amanina manadena not to expect any honor for oneself a devoid of all sense of false prestige and manadena ready to offer all respect to others and kirtaniya sada harihi in such a state of mind one can chant the holy name of the lord constantly so lord chaitanya would say this shloka it has got four things the first three are the state of mind and the fourth one is chanting of hare krishna mantra <clears throat> just like the vaishnavas we all <clears throat> we all devotees we wear this kanthi mala if you see here this is a kanthi mala it has got three rounds hmm? it's a three round kanthi mala so this three round kanti mala chaitanya mahaprabhu has told just like we are wearing a kanti mala of tulsi three rounds similarly we should wear this hare this third shloka of shikshashtakam as the kanti mala as the neck bead what should be the first round first round should be trinadapi sunichena more humbler than the grass and the second round should be tarorapi sahishnuna more tolerant than a tree amanina manadena devoid of all sense of false prestige and ready to offer respect to others so these three round of kanti mala of these instructions we should wear and kirtaniya sada hari then chant hare krishna it is so important so outside our kantha throat should be these three instructions they should govern us what is the kanti mala kanti mala means just like a dog a dog is having a belt around its neck whatever master says the dog obeys dog is controlled by the master what is kanti mala kanti mala declaration to the whole world that i am the dog of krishna i am the dog of my guru and governed by these three instructions trinadapi sunichena tarorapi sahishnuna amanina manadena so and inside our throat inside kantha should be kirtaniya sada hari always chant hare krishna mantra through your kant through your throat so we will understand in uh, more detail with some examples stories that how we have to practice these instructions <clears throat> so humility let us first of all let us understand what is called as humility that means trinadapi sunichena 
वॉट इज कॉल्ड सुनी चेना दर्ड सुनी चेना इट हैज बीन टोल्ड और इट हैज बीन इवन डिस्कस्ड इन द श्रीमद भगवद गीता ऑल्सो इन द चैप्टर थर्टींथ टेक्स्ट नंबर एट नाइन्थ टेंथ इलेवेंथ एंड ट्वेल्थ दीज फाइव श्लोकास लॉर्ड कृष्णा describes the 20 items of knowledge lord krishna declares apart from these 20 items whatever else is there that is ignorance and the first item of knowledge is amanitvam the word amanitvam shila prabhupad translates as humility humility is the first symptom of knowledge that means if a person is not humble that means he or she is in ignorance he is not in knowledge so important is humility all of us in our school days you might have heard or read this statement vidya dadati vinayam vidya means education knowledge or wisdom dadati vinayam it should result into the education should result into the education or wisdom should result into what vinayam vinayam means humility humbleness a person who is in knowledge a person who is wise he must be humble but we see on the other hand at the present moment the people more they are educated the people more they are literate the people they have more knowledge they are much more arrogant they are very much proud they are very much very much proud of their learning why so but here it is saying vidya vidya should give vinaya that means our modern education is not vidya it is avidya modern materialistic education is not the real education it is only how to fill the belly how to keep the body and soul together not more than that <clears throat> it is called jad vidya it is not chetanya vidya jad vidya means the inert knowledge dead knowledge the knowledge of dead matter it is not the knowledge of the transcendence it is not transcendental knowledge that's why shila bhakti vinod thakura tells jad vidya chat mayar vaibhav tumar bhajne badha anitya sansare moh janamiya jeevake koroe gadha what does this material education do this material education it increases our attachment it increases our affection for for the material world a person becomes very much attached to enjoy materially jal vidya jat mayar vaibhav this this uh, material education it is vaibhav vaibhav means a glory of the maya and actually this material education is tomar bhajne badha it is an it is a hindrance in the execution of devotional service why because a person he starts thinking i am the body this world belongs to me i am to enjoy to the fullest extent there is no spirit soul there is no god ultimately we are in control you see where the modern science do they accept god no do they believe in soul no 
सो व्हाट हैपन्स ए पर्सन बिकम्स दे से तुम्हारा भजन अनित्य संसार मोह जन्म जीव के कौरो गधा गधा मींस डोंकी व्हाट डज डोंकी डू से गधा हो संसार बोझा बहिनु अनेक काला बार्धक्य एको ने उपाय बिहीना बार्धक्य एको ने शक्ति रे किचु नहीं लागे भाला भक्ति नोट ठाकुर इज टेलिंग ही इज टेकिंग द पोजिशन ऑफ सच काइंड ऑफ ए इग्नोरेंट पर्सन एन इग्नोरेंट पर्सन हु हैज बीन एजुकेटेड मटेरियली वॉट डज यू डू ही सिंपली कैरीज द लोड द बर्डन ऑफ सो कॉल्ड ड्यूटीज बट डज नॉट रियलाइज हिज मेन ड्यूटी इन द ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन जस्ट लाइक ए डॉन्की यू सी स्पेशली इन दोल्डर डेज ए वॉशर मैन ही यूज टू लोड ए डॉन्की विथ टंस ऑफ क्लोथ्स एंड इट यूज टू हैंग ए कैरेट और समथिंग लाइक दैट विद ए स्टिक इन फ्रंट ऑफ द डोंकी एंड द वॉशर मैन इज ऑल सिटिंग ऑन द डोंकी with lot of clothes and the donkey is thinking if i move just 2 feet i can eat the carrot but the what the donkey does not know when i will move because the washerman is sitting on my back itself even this vegetable will also move ahead it does not know it is called ignorance foolish the donkey is an emblem of foolishness it is foolish and it goes up to the pond up to the river and the washerman washes the clothes again loads it and brings it back so just for just for an illusory enjoyment he does not even get it and at the end of the entire labor what he gets a small morsel of grass that grass he can get it can it can eat anywhere in the field but this donkey does not know or donkey thinks unless i serve the washerman i will be hungry this is happening in our life also the maya is making all of us a wonderful donkey it is showing so many illusory happiness hanging so many illusory happiness in front of us and we all are simply chasing and chasing and chasing but there is no fulfillment that is avidya so first item of knowledge is humility one has to be humble shila prabhupad defines in the purport of this verse 13 chapter text number 8 what is humility humility means that one should not be anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by others very important humility means one should not be anxious to have the satisfaction of being honored by others what happens to us we all have got so much anxiety within that people should they should respect us they should honor us i should be well known and when the people don't honor us they disrespect us what happens you become angry we become agitated in the mind 
एंड इफ वी आर हैविंग सच काइंड ऑफ स्टेट ऑफ माइंड देन वी कान चैंट हरे कृष्णा कॉन्स्टेंटली वी कान चैंट हरे कृष्णा मंत्रा विथ फीलिंग्स वी कान चैंट हरे कृष्णा मंत्रा ऑफेंसलेसली एंड वी कांट अचीव द परफेक्शन ऑफ ह्यूमन फॉर्म ऑफ लाइफ so humility is so important and shila prabhupada writes in the purport this material honor is a deception you know deception deception means cheating this material honor is a kind of cheating so we should not get cheated by this material honor or dishonor they will come and go away they belong to the body and our first principle of spiritual life is i am not the body and why to bother about somebody is respecting me or, or disrespecting me because he is respecting or disrespecting this body and i am not the body so i will give you some examples <clears throat> some uh, practical examples because there is a saying in english an example is better than precept yes so till now we have just precepted now let us understand through examples of great devotees who have exemplified the quality of humility in their life <clears throat> all of you know very well the greatest vaishnava vaishnava naam yatha shambho lord shiva is considered the greatest vaishnava so all the great devotees pure devotees they have exhibited all of these qualities and Lord Shiva, there is a nice incidence comes in the life of Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva got married to Devi Sati. Sati was the daughter, youngest daughter of Prajapati Daksha. Now Prajapati Daksha, he was a very big king, aristocratic king. He was a progenitor. so prajapati daksha's daughter she is a princess and she got married to whom lord shiva lord shiva does not have even an apartment to live lord shiva lives underneath a tree he does not have very good attractive clothing also so once lord shiva he went to the assembly of daksha on the occasion of a sacrifice big sacrifice yagna so what happens when lord shiva and other demigods are sitting in that assembly prajapati daksha enters the assembly now except brahma and shiva everyone stands why brahma does not stand because lord shiva is the sorry prajapati daksha is son of brahma so brahma is the father why he should stand and materially Lord Shiva is son-in-law of Daksha. Externally, so he should have he should have stood up, but actually Lord Shiva, in reality, is the controller of the universe. By the he is the controller of the one of the three qualities of the nature, modes of ignorance. He is controlling. He is as powerful as Lord Vishnu. and he is not jeev tatva like like he is not an not a an ordinary living entity like daksha he did not stand up not the case he was arrogant he was not arrogant 
But what happened? Daksha, out of arrogance and enviousness, he started blaspheming Lord Shiva to the extent that he told this Lord Shiva he is uncultured. This Lord Shiva, he is not worthy of sitting in this assembly. And so many ill names and abusive words were spoken against Lord Shiva by Daksha. And Lord Shiva remained totally silent and undisturbed. Totally humble. And he just went away from that assembly. Did not, did not retaliate at all. Did not react at all. This is called humility. Though Lord Shiva was respect, though Lord Shiva was disrespected, humiliated in front of thousands and thousands of demigods, sages, but he was not agitated. So this is called actually the humility. When a person he is personally humiliated, disrespected, and he remains undisturbed by that. One more example comes. You know very well this Lord Hanuman. So Lord Hanuman, when he went to Ashok Vatika, so after taking permission, after searching Mother Sita, he took permission from Mother Sita that, my dear mother, can I eat some fruits? I am very hungry. So after taking permission, he started eating the fruits. And by that eating of fruits of Lord Hanuman, lot of disturbance was created in that Ashoka Vatika. Actually, Lord Hanuman intentionally did it. He wanted just to show that how much even a small messenger of Lord Rama is powerful. What to speak of Lord Rama himself. So, these soldiers of Ravana, they came and they arrested Lord Hanuman and they took him to the court of Ravana and in the court of Ravana, Lord Hanuman, he was bound with the ropes and he was sitting down there and everybody was mocking Hanuman as a monkey or whatever they were calling. They were calling many abusive name, ill name to Lord Hanuman, but Lord Hanuman remained silent. Now next episode, what happened? We will discuss at the end. But personally, when Lord Hanuman was humiliated, he remained undisturbed silent. He remained humble. Similarly, King Parikshit, when Parikshit Maharaj, when even he was cursed by a Brahmana boy, he remained quite humble. He did not retaliate. He was so powerful that he would have counter cursed. He did not do so. All right, he did not respect me, though I am a king. All right, let me accept it as my destiny. And if you see Lord Krishna himself, sometimes when we do even devotional service, in the devotional service, we want to render some big, big service. I should come in the eyes of people. Even after coming to Krishna consciousness, we want to become a celebrity, big person, big service. Lord Krishna in the Rasuya Yagna, in the Rasuya sacrifice of Maharaj Yudhishthir, he was rendering the service of washing the feet of all the guests. Can you think of? 
Lord Shiva, Lord Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead, he was personally washing the feet of all the guests before entering the assembly. How much humbleness we can just conceive it, we can just imagine. So, by his example, Lord Krishna, he is also teaching us that. We have to be humble. Just like Jesus Christ, he told, the kingdom of God is for meek and humble. Yes. Because Krishna himself is extremely humble. So how can we associate with Krishna unless we are extremely humble? That's why Lord Krishna, when he incarnated Lord Chaitanya also. So in the incarnation of Lord Chaitanya, he exemplified again humility, not only Lord Chaitanya's preaching. No, he is acting also with the principle of humility. In the last class, I had told that when Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was asked by Prakashananda Saraswati that why don't you read Vedanta? Why do you why do you chant and dance like a sentimentalist in the street? What Lord Chaitanya said, he told. Guru More Murkhadeki Karila Shashan. My spiritual master considered me a fool. That means what Chaitanya is telling, I am a fool. Tumi Murkha Tomanahi Vedanta Dikar. Krishna Mantra Japasada Sarva Mantra Sar. Lord Chaitanya is telling, I am a fool. Generally, nobody will say about himself, I am a fool. Even though he may be fool also, he will not accept. This is called humility. <clears throat> like that, there are so many pure devotees. They have exemplified humility. Like the author of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, the writer of the biography of Lord Chaitanya, he says, Purishe Rakita Hoite Muise Lagista. Jagai Madhai Hoite Muise Papista. I am lower than the worm in the stool, and I am more sinner than the most sinful persons like Jagai and Madhai. They are the two sinful people which were delivered by Lord Chaitanya. I will tell that your story also later. <clears throat> so this is too important. It is not a show, they were feeling within. They were actually feeling within. So <clears throat> and even Srila Prabhupada, if you see Srila Prabhupada himself, he was so humble. When Srila Prabhupada was living as an ordinary sadhu, sannyasi in Sridham Vrindavan, at Sri Radha Damodar temple, most of you might have seen it. If you have not seen, please you must go there at Vrindavan Dham. And go to those two rooms of Srila Prabhupada, where Srila Prabhupada used to live, translate books, honor prasadam, and where Srila Prabhupada conceived of this worldwide Hare Krishna movement. In those two small rooms. <clears throat> so, so humbly he was living there, so humbly. And he used to go door to door in Vrindavan, and he used to beg arms, Madhukari. And whatever would come by cooking that, offer to Krishna and eat. 
and there is a nice anecdote one of the sevait of raha damodar of that time now he must be very old he recalls that at night i used to hear that somebody is crying in the courtyard of rup goswami samadhi temple in radhamodar temple there are the samadhis of many prominent acharyas especially the rup goswami and jib goswami these two goswami samadhis are there so he he is recalling that i used to hear that somebody is crying almost midnight 1 o'clock 2 o'clock so one day he just saw from his window he just peeped from his window because prabhupad used to live at the ground floor and he used to live at the first floor so he saw from the window that what is there who is crying so he saw it was bhakti vedanta swami it was bhakti vedanta swami who was sweeping the courtyard of radhamodar and crying he was crying that oh my dear rupa goswami please reveal to me how should i fulfill your desire how should i fulfill the order of my spiritual master to preach krishna consciousness all over the world how much humble was shila prabhupad shila prabhupad was destined to open one not eight temples because in the horoscope of shila prabhupad it was declared so despite of knowing that he will be such a great personality but still what service he was rendering at the temple of radhamodar he was sweeping the courtyard of radhamodar this is called humility so we should understand the acharyas lord krishna himself they have certain exa- certain example of humility in front of us we should try to follow in their footsteps and even when shila prabhupad he boarded jaladuta the cargo ship to go to new york to go to america <clears throat> when he was about to reach boston just one or two days before shila prabhupad he composed a poem markine bhagavat dharma it's a bengali means preaching krishna consciousness in the west so <clears throat> at the end of that poem or you see the first line of the poem how how shila prabhupad starts shil prabhupad writes bada kripa koile krishna adhamera prati ki lagiya nile hetha koroe begati bada kripa koile krishna adhamera prati oh my dear lord krishna you have become so much merciful upon this adham upon this fallen soul just see shila prabhupad writing for himself i am a fallen so that was the mood of prabhupad that i am not qualified to preach i am not a very qualified devotee i am fallen and at the end also shila prabhupad writes signed the most insignificant beggar ac bhakti vedanta swami 
what he writes the most insignificant beggar so shila prabhupad himself was so humble and there are so many instances we can recall in the life of shila prabhupad later also where he set an example of humility time is limited so we will not go in the more details but we can go through the biography of shila prabhupad we can read the memories of shila prabhupad where the disciples are recalling how much humble was shila prabhupad extremely humble <clears throat> he would call many times that i am not your guru but you are my guru he would call his disciples that they are my guru they are sent by my guru maharaj for the purpose of assisting me in the preaching mission so it was the it was the humble attitude of shila prabhupad so i have given so many examples we have to become humble <clears throat> now the another quality is taror api sahishnuna we have to be more tolerant than a tree why so now the same thing in the bhagavad gita also out of the 20 items of knowledge she lord krishna tells even this amanitvam adambitvam ahinsa kshanti the word kshanti means tolerance the tolerance is also one of the item of knowledge what is the tolerance let's have let's understand the definition first from the bhagavad gita 13 chapter text number 8 to 12 in the purport shri prabhupada defines tolerance means that one should be practiced to bear insult and dishonor from others we have to practice to bear insult and dishonor from others we should not think when we start practicing krishna consciousness everyone will come with a folded hands and say oh you are a great personality no people will people may insult us people may dishonor us and we have to be practiced you have to practice it if one is engaged in the advancement of spiritual knowledge there will be so many insults and much dishonor from others this is expected because material nature is so constituted then shil prabhupad gives example of prahlad maharaj even a boy like prahlada who was only 5 years old even prahlada he was given so much torture by his father by his atheistic father so we have to know there will be so many impediments there will be so many insults so many dishonor but with determination with determination we have to keep on moving ahead tolerating all of that so we have to be tolerant sahishnu sahanshil like prahlad maharaj example prabhupada gave how much torture was given to prahlad maharaj by his atheistic father he was uh, thrown in a pit of snakes he was uh, uh, thrown from the top of a hill he was thrown in front of the elephants he was given the forcibly poison and so many things similarly in the modern days we say like lord jesus christ lord jesus christ what was his fault his fault was that he was preaching god consciousness christ jesus preached only for 3 years 
and people people became so much against him that they crucified him we can we can't even conceive the pain of being crucified and when he was being crucified jesus was praying oh father please excuse them because they are ignorant they do not know what they are doing so we should we should contemplate upon all these things how much forbearing how much tolerant jesus was <clears throat> actually the forgiveness is the ornament of a devotee we should be always forgiving <clears throat> like that even uh, jesus christ then comes uh, so many examples are there king ambarisha it's again a story that how king ambarish ambarish maharaj he was tortured by durvasa muni but ambarish maharaj he did not protest he tolerated and then like lord ramachandra supreme lord himself and mother sita lord ramachandra just the next day he is going to be coronated just the next day rama will be the king of ayodhya and one night before father comes and tells my dear rama because <clears throat> i have given to a promise to your mother one of the mothers kekai my wife kekai and because of that promise now you have to go to forest see lord rama he he was a prince and sita devi she got married to a prince she 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 did not even keep her feet bare feet on the floor also but both of them they accepted this tribulation of going to the forest how much tolerance you see on the part of sita devi she could have told all right your father has told you so you go to forest i will not go to forest i am going to my own father's house like the today's today you see today the wife if the husband cannot give nice money nice bungalow nice apartment nice jewelry nice clothes then wife will say all right i did not marry you for all these problems i married you for the comfort so not like today's uh, uh, most of the women not everyone there are many uh, many good character and many uh, good devotee women also there but a majority is like that so sita devi accepted all the tribulations this is called tolerance we have to be tolerant lord rama himself exhibited then vasudeva and devaki you see even the father and mother of krishna they had to go through so much tribulation just imagine they were imprisoned for decades together in the jail of kamsa and see the tolerance of mother devaki in front of the mother's eyes the children are being killed by the cruel brother and the mother is watching helplessly so we should not sometime we start complaining oh krishna is giving me so much trouble i have got so many problems in my life but just see 
how much problems did vasudev and devaki tolerate what are our problems in front of them what can be more painful for a mother than to see her own child being killed in front of her own eyes that to one after the another they tolerated no complain that is a devotee tolerance and then so many examples we can cite history is full of these examples vedic history and bhagavatam if you read bhagavatam what bhagavatam is doing the bhagavatam is preparing us first of all to become a pure devotee then we can understand the past times of krishna in the 10th canto other example comes of bhishma deva bhishma deva he was on the bed of arrows and those arrows was pricking his body so many arrows they have they were they had pricked his body pierced his body blood is coming out and when at the end of the war lord krishna along with the pandavas he appears on that site where bhishma is lying the bhishma they are not to krishna oh krishna i am suffering so much so much pain is happening give me a pain killer tablet give me a nice tablet so i will take and i will not have any pain no bhishma did not ask for any pain killer if we read the bhagavatam i hope it is the in the first canto of bhagavatam if you see there are the prayers of bhishma if you read the prayers of bhishma in the first canto ninth chapter almost 10 12 shlokas are there the bhishma bhishma's consciousness was so much calm composed fixed upon the lord mind was so peaceful that even that critical moment in those painful condition also he could offer such wonderful prayers that they were they were uh, they were compiled by vyasadeva in shrimad bhagavatam see so we should not think that externally our conditions will be good if we practice bhakti we may have to go through lot of problems like shri prabhupad himself when he was on jaladuta he had to face two heart attacks and what prabhupada told oh lord if you want to kill me you kill me maro bhi rakho bhi jo ichha tohar nitya das prati toba adhikar this is a devotee oh lord if you want to kill me you kill me if you want to protect me then protect me i am a surrendered soul you have all the right upon me this is a devotee and even pandavas kunti devi if you see kunti devi especially in the young age she became widow and then later how much trouble she had to go through she and in the in the war of mahabharata she happened to see the killing of her own son karna she tolerated she had to see the killing of her many grandchildren like uh, abhimanyu ghatotkach so many so many things but she tolerated tolerated to the extent that when krishna was departing from hastinapur to dwarika kunti devi came with folded hands and prayed to krishna 
विपद संतु शश्व तत्र तत्र जगद्गुरो भवतो दर्शनम यपुनर्भव दर्शनम विपद संतु शश्वत ओ माय डियर कृष्णा लेट देयर बी कैलामिटीज अगेन एंड अगेन इन अवर लाइफ सो दैट यू विल रिमेन ऑलवेज विद अस because when the pandavas they were in the calamitous condition krishna was always with them and now when the pandavas they they had nice kingdom krishna was going away so kunti devi told it is better to be in the calamitous condition it is better to be in the problems the pain of bearing the problem is less than the pain of bearing the separation from krishna so see she is telling all right let there be calamities because seeing krishna means stopping the repetition of birth and death so we have to take inspiration even draupadi devi so much exemplary she was humiliated in the assembly by dushashan and uh, duryodhana she tolerated she happened to see the killing of her five children she tolerated and then in the chaitanya leela haridas thakur haridas thakur he was a momdan a muslim and he was chanting hare krishna so the complaint was lost to the magistrate that this, this haridas is a momdan muslim he chants hare krishna so he should be punished he is going against islam haridas thakur was called in the court and uh, the magistrate told that you should not chant hare krishna mantra why you are chanting hare krishna you being a muslim so hridas thakur uh, he told why what is the problem so many hindus are converting to become muslim if i am if i can chant a hindu mantra though it is not hindu mantra it is a name of supreme lord what is the problem so out of anger and enviousness this magistrate told he punished take this hridas to the 22 market places 22 bazaars and and each market place beat him severely so that people whoever will see they will come to know what will be the punishment of any muslim if he chants hare krishna so hridas thakur was taken in one market place second market place third fourth fifth and those people those constables who were beating using the cane and the whip after some four five market place they told generally within only three market place a person dies but this haridas he is not even disturbed at all by our beating he is constantly chanting hare krishna mantra and after even being beaten for 22 market places Haridas Thakur was chanting Hare Krishna mantra. He did not become tired. He did not become injured. So they were surprised. And after that, also when these constables they told, because Haridas, you have not died out of our beating. Now the magistrate will behead us. So Haridas Thakur, what he he told? No, no, no. I don't want. I don't want any harm to all of you. so let me pretend to die tolerant and forgiving he forgive them 
Haridas Thakur. And similarly, Lord Nityananda also. Nityananda Prabhu, what happened? As I told, Jagai Madhai, they were two sinners. And they were creating a disturbance on the street after being drunk. So Nityananda Prabhu and Haridas Thakur and few devotees approached him. And Nityananda Prabhu told one of them, Oh Jagai Madhai, you chant Hare Krishna. And these Jagai Madhai, they just, one of them, he took a stone and hit Nityananda Prabhu on the head. And there was a blood came out from his head. And despite of that, Nityananda Prabhu, he was folding the hands and told, Oh my dear Lord, Oh my dear uh, Jagai and Madhai, please chant Hare Krishna. He was not disturbed. He was not angry. So personally, if a devotee he is humiliated, attacked or dishonored, he should be tolerant. Now you will see other things also. Other. And the last example is like Srila Prabhupada himself, as I told you. And the disciples of Prabhupada in the recent times, there was a devotee by the name Jayananda Thakur or Jayananda Prabhu. Jayananda Prabhu was very famous for Rathyatra festivals. He was so famous. He was such a wonderful devotee. Prabhupada used to like him a lot. When Jayananda used to, used to come in the class of Prabhupada, sometimes Prabhupada would say, Oh, Goswami is coming. Such an exalted devotee was Jayananda Prabhu. And in his final days, in the almost 77, 1977, Jayananda Prabhu, actually, he got cancer. And out of cancer, there were lumps on his body. And body used to have a lot of pain. And despite of all that pain, Jayananda Prabhu used to keep on chanting Hare Krishna Mantra. And I, I think in the first or second May 1977, Jayananda Prabhu left his body in Los Angeles, Scon Temple. And in the month of Feb and March, he sent a lot of donation to Srila Prabhupada. The money which, were, which, which he was having for chemotherapy, he gave to Prabhupada. Oh Prabhupada, I come to know that I will not, I, I cannot be saved. Doctors have told me. What is the use of unnecessary utilizing this money for my chemotherapy? I want to give for the donation purpose. I want to give it to the Krishna. So when Jayananda Prabhu passed away, Srila Prabhupada wrote a letter and told Jayananda has gone to Vaikuntha. Jayananda has gone back to Godhead. And I am proud that I had such a disciple. This is called a disciple, a devotee. So we can see so many examples of people who are tolerant. So this is very important. No need to expect honor for oneself. And manadena, you have to give all respect to others and chant Hare Krishna mantra. So now to hear it is very, very simple. But we are practitioners. We have to practice it. Practice makes a person perfect. So kindly practice, practice. Let all of us practice. And by practicing, 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 one day we will have perfection of these qualities. Now, one more aspect in this is for oneself, we have to be humble. For oneself, we have to be tolerant. But when it comes, but when it comes to other devotees, spiritual master or Krishna, if somebody starts humiliating Krishna, if somebody starts Humiliating, attacking, blaspheming. 
कृष्णा गुरु और अदर डिवोटीज अदर वैष्णवा दैट टाइम वी शुड नॉट बी हम्बल दैट टाइम वी शुड नॉट बी टॉलरेंट दैट टाइम दैट टाइम वी शुड बी एज सीवियर एज थंडर बोल्ट चैतन्य महाप्रभु ओनली टोल्ड त्रणादापी सुनी चेना बट सेम चैतन्य महाप्रभु ओनली एग्जाम्पलीफाइड वज्रादपी कठोरा वेन नित्यानंद प्रभु वॉज अटैक्ट बाई जगाई मधाई चैतन्य महाप्रभु गॉड द न्यूज एंड ही केम रशिंग देयर एंड इनवोक सुदर्शना टू किल जगाई मधाई बिकॉज नित्यानंद प्रभु वॉज अटैक्ट एंड सिमिलरली इवन दौड हनुमान टिल रावणा एंड अदर असुरास अदर डीमंस दे वर ह्यूमिलियटिंग लॉर्ड हनुमान ही वॉज साइलेंट वर वेन दे स्टार्टेड ह्यूमिलियटिंग लॉर्ड रामा then lord hanuman became so angry that he burnt entire lanka this is a devotee if it comes to his master then he becomes as angry as fire <clears throat> so many examples we can give shila prabhupad himself uh, once in the mayapur there were uh, some decoits and they were giving so much trouble to the devotees so prabhupad became very angry and told you keep the guns and some of the devotees who have kshatriya aptitude you learn how to shoot and shoot all of them so very practical he was so you have to know this thing not that when the movement is being attacked devotees are being attacked guru is being attacked krishna is being attacked humiliated we are silent no let me lay down my life first so in that case what to do somebody criticizes krishna or guru or devotees we have to defeat them we are not to kill them physically but we have to kill their demonic tendency we have to defeat them by argument for that we have to be very very strong in philosophy and if we are not strong then the best thing is please go away from that place don't listen the blasphemy of spiritual master krishna and devotees otherwise our bhakti will be spoiled or destroyed so this is the principle we have to understand